Thank you for downloading the latest episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Please stand clear as we pay our bills. Are you thinking about purchasing a DVC resale contract? Are you looking to rent DVC points for a future Disney vacation? In need of financing options? If so, check out the one-stop shop, which is the world of DVC companies. The professional staff, with over 185 years of experience, will guide you through your next vacation purchase. Check them out at dvcresellmarket.com, dvcrentalstore.com, and moneraefinancial.com. And tell them Mickey Dude sent you. The world of DVC, your DVC gateway to a lifetime of magic. Venture outside your comfort zone. The rewards are worth it. Wish Upon a Cookie has evolved into a custom-baked pastry company started in New Jersey by professional chefs turned cookie tears. Their focus is to turn your magical pastry dreams into reality. They offer so much more than a few colors, shapes, and sizes. Their creations are extensions of your inspiration. You can visit them online at their new website, wishuponapastry.com, or on Instagram and Facebook at wishuponapastry. Let your imagination run wild when you wish upon a pastry. And welcome to another fantastic and exciting episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. I'm your host for the week, Chuck Fitzgerald, alongside two of my fantastic rotating Mickey Dude co-hosts from the great state of Florida. Dave Koch. Dave, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing all right, and Debbie was sick, so he even sent me. Debbie, like most of Florida, is sick right now, right? Apparently. Yeah, it'll happen. And... From the Buckeye State, Annie Clark. Annie, how are you? Um, at Alice's Wonderland Bakery, I'll make something for you. I'll make something for you. I'm good. How are you, Chuck? Um, I don't get that reference. I don't get it either. <laughs> That's because you guys don't watch Alice's Wonderland Bakery. It's not for you. I don't even know what that is. It's for the, it's for the listeners who get it. It's a show. It's a show on Disney Channel. Disney Sorry, Junior? you're out of the loop. Yeah. I don't even have cable right Vegas. now. It's on Disney Plus. Well, you have Disney Plus. Oh, yes, I do have that. Yeah, I'm And like, I know there's billboards about it around the world. I'm just trying to keep the show young and hip. What's the target demographic for that show? Um, yeah, the young and hip set. Uh-huh. How young? The toddlerati. Uh-huh. We are, I know we are the biggest podcast in the toddlerati, uh, generation, but, uh... By far. We've already won that demographic. We need to find something else. <laughs> well, we have to continue to court them, Chuck. I have a problem I... with what you just said. Let's, <laughs> let's. I'm not touching that with a ten foot pole. Let's wow. save it. Save it. We don't hear about your pole, Dave. We just want to save it for the for the the Mickey Dude strategy meeting. All right. Let's not give away all our secrets. No. Jake Beck is listening to this. 
Noted. You know, I got a lot of problems with Bob Chapek. Bobby C. Bobby. Um, and we're actually going to go over some of these problems because this week's episode, we're going to discuss my very recent return from a three-night sailing on the Disney Dream that involved a stop at Nassau, or NASA. Nassau, I think, right? Something like that. Yeah, Nassau. And a stop at Disney's uh, Castaway Key, which also involved coming back home. But before we get going, Dave, is there anything you'd like to address before uh, I take over the, the bulk of the show? I will say that I had my Guardians preview and... Uh... As amazing as it was, I am getting old because I actually got nauseous on the ride. Uh, you know what? Let's jump right into that a little bit, because I as well had my Guardians preview this past Monday. Sounds about right. Yeah, it was Monday. Um, and I can very easily see how people can feel nauseous on that ride. But at the same time, I will say that may be the best ride in Central Florida right now. I will I will give you that. It's very well done. And yes, I, I kind of agree. Um, normally, I really don't get motion sickness. Every now and then on Everest, I come off of Everest and I feel I feel it a little bit and I take a couple deep breaths. What was interesting about this one was I felt it actually on the ride. But then when I got off, I was fine. So I think yeah. it was just maybe some of the centrifugal motion when uh, going to, uh, when there's a little po- spot that's a little bit like a um, cor- not a corkscrew but uh, a, a swirl or something you know <laughs> i'm definitely never riding this ride it no was <sighs> i will it's vomit. a loop like not not a, not a, not, it, a, not a, it's it's like a toilet bowl loop yeah okay yeah we have something like that on our italian job ride at king's island and i cannot do it i have a very sensitive stomach i can't remotely go in anything resembling a circle unless it's rock and roller coaster for some reason well that's a loop not a circle well it it's a round motion but even then i mean i throw up on diamondback and that has no loops so this is a spiral i would guess but not like not like yeah Going not a, yeah, not a corkscrew. No, I know what you mean. It's we have it's similar to Italian job. Goes in a little corky circle thing. How, how like do you deal like, with Whoa. Space Mountain, Annie? Not well. I don't really. I don't know. I I'm not sure. I rode it my last trip. It just gives me a headache anymore. Okay, so uh, I I would describe it as Space Mountain on steroids. Yeah, it's I mean, funny. I, it's I, funny I'm, because oh god. No, no, no. But you go. In my old age, Space Mountain is starting to get to me. I have absolutely no problems whatsoever on Big Thunder Mountain, the drop on on uh, Splash Mountain, Seven Draws My Train, well, for that matter, Rock and Roller Coaster. But I, I think maybe it's because I, I'm, I'm proud to stick stiff necks, but I have issues with, uh, I definitely have issues with Space Mountain and now guardians uh, every now and you know my stomach does kind of uh, get me a little bit when i come off everest but you know when it comes to yes. universal rides i can i can do velocicoaster without a problem i can do i can do hagrids and feel great but get me on something like 
rip ride rocket and I'm like okay I'm in pain after this and if you get me on the Hulk and I'm like okay when is this damn thing over so I guess I'm just going through a uh, life change at the moment but I still love my roller coasters a but... phase no I think it's I think it's more just uh, honestly it's uh, you know it's old age and the uh, different uh, you know probably like the eustachian tubes or whatever different tubes in the ears getting narrower and narrower as as age happens well i rode the beast six times yesterday so i i, I still got it in some regards but there's yes. no shot i could ride guardian six times yeah no i'll continue to do it i just i think not I consecutively just, not even in the same day I think the I max think I could do is twice in a day. Could. I think what I'm going to have to do is have like peppermint oil with me from now on and just maybe uh, sniff it before and sniff it after the ride because that tends to really settle my stomach. And that's how I deal with the queasiness that I get on um, Everest. And every time I do that, it's never a problem. So, you know, don't get old people. It sucks. What song did you get, Dave? Um, oh, yes. Uh, I got Miami Sound Machine. Uh, uh, Conga. Yeah. <laughs> I got uh, Disco Fever. Made, made me think of uh, our, friend, uh, our friend uh, Rebecca Toon. Well, the rhythm is going to get you just like the motion on that ride. Exactly. As a matter of fact, I just, as a matter of fact, I got off the ride and I texted her and like, I, I couldn't stop thinking of you on this ride. And she's like, why is that? And I told her, she's like, I didn't expect that. So. Okay. Well, <laughs> I, I don't know how to respond to that, but also, I mean, we're going to, I guess, kind of work backwards on this one. So, like I had said, I, we have just returned from the three-night cruise aboard the Disney Dream, and then Monday, um, the 23rd, we actually spent the day in Epcot and, and got to meet up with Dave, and this was the first time that I had seen both Harmonious, well, actually, Harmonious, Guardians, Ratatouille, and the uh, Spaceship Earth Lighting, since it has all been introduced and or opened, and... You know, spending some time with Dave was uh, a very nice treat. Um, got to got to see Harmonious with him, and you know, my my review of Harmonious for in person can be summed up in a few words, and actually a comment about what I did during the show, and that's about eight minutes in. I googled how long is Harmonious. I was. <laughs> more fun watching the little girl that was dancing around your wife. Oh, yeah, behind us? Yeah, she was yes. She was really the show. She was just a magic, magical moment. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not really a good sign when I Google, how long is this in the middle of it? You weren't like, wow, this is so great. I hope it, it says an hour. No, it was more like, all right, are we, are we done yet? And, you know, I, I actually had this problem the first time I saw the show, but the last song 
And when you say saw the show, you mean watching it? Watching, watching it on YouTube, free. correct. The last okay. song in um, Harmonious is roughly one day when the world isn't greedy and businesses aren't greedy. And I want to point out the irony that that song being produced by the Walt Disney Company being their feature of the show of like golden sky goals or, or whatever the phrase is like really the company that has never met an price increase and upcharge it hasn't liked is talking about greed come on they should stick to just peace on earth god uh you know i'd be fine with that it's just well, exactly unity and epcot things not a place where you're spending money in a shop <laughs> spending money it's not the place where you can't drive there because they now charge you $30 to park your car like they have the parking lot it's not costing them any money really to operate the parking lot because their hotel rooms are $700 a night but they're still going to charge you $30 to park your car that's not greed that's business uh, those words are, syn- uh, are synonyms in this case. Synonyms. You know what I miss? Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Mm. Is it gone? No. Oh. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's gone from this house. I've never had it. I've never had. <laughs> I've never had it with milk. I've only ever had it raw. Hmm. Yeah, I don't do. I don't do milk with my cereal. I just do it. Uh, pretty much. Um, Try all t- straight through. I also miss um, Cap or Count Chocula. Is that gone? Well, I mean, it's seasonal. I miss Fruity Yummy Mummy, which also sounds seasonal. Is that even a cereal? I think he's just saying yeah, things. Yeah, bo- Booberry, Fruity Bummy, Fruity Yummy Mummy, Frankenberry, and Count Chocula. I miss PB crisps. Yeah, you know, I the uh, jingle was fruity, yummy, mummy, makes your tummy go yummy. I did have another comment, but the airplane taking off behind you there, Dave, um, <laughs> made it made me lose my train of thought. Uh, oh, anyways, so we stayed for the uh, the night after the cruise. We stayed at. Caribbean Beach, um, in a pirate room, and have either of you stayed in one of those pirate rooms? I have, yes. Annie? Mm, no, I have not. Eh, that's a shame. But Annie, are you okay? Um, no, okay. I'm not. Yeah, that's good. Before you go anywhere, I'm, I'm interested to see your take. I'm just going to say that I love them. You know, Dave, I didn't not love them, if that makes sense. But I did have a couple of issues with them. Um, first and foremost, the, the Disney's advertising this contactless check-in, which is great if it works. It did not work. Um, long story short, we have too many magic bands on our accounts, um, which you know isn't even an, which is an issue, but not the issue um, because I didn't even bring a magic band. Um, but the the cell phone app didn't work to get into the room, and it really kind of just delayed us getting into the room by about 20 minutes. And because you're at the furthest, they put those pirate rooms in Trinidad, which was the farthest away from everything, and 
people didn't want to be in that section, so they they plus them up by making them pirate rooms mm-hmm. so they can charge more money, and they're they're furthest from everything. Yeah, from the front desk. but and here's what I will say about the front desk: they took care of it. Um, the front desk actually was able to call Disney tech support and have the magic band that Heather was with, that Heather had with her added, or they removed something or, or whatever they did to get us into the room. Um, and then they got us, they came to the room, they being, uh, the front desk came to the room. We're like, oh, you, you're already in. I'm like, yeah. She's like, okay, well you could do this. You could do that. I'm like, listen, I don't have any of my magic bands. So she's like, all right, not a big deal. I'll go get you a key made. And she took care of that all herself. So we didn't have to go, uh, gallivanting back to the front desk. Um, with that being said, the rooms are new, and I'm using air quotes here, but they're <laughs> not new Disney rooms. Um, the lighting is fantastic. The The theming is very good. The fan in the middle of the room, which I love that the value or the moderate resorts have, is that uh, ceiling fan. It has two speeds, um, low and high. If I turned it to high, the light in the middle of the fan would start spinning. <laughs> it's supposed to be high, but I don't think it's supposed to be doing that. And uh, then, so you were, would you say you were not a fan? Uh, I was not a fan of the high mode, but the low mode was fine. So, and even when you turned it off, the light would actually like physically move its location. Um, Like, it would be like if you're twisting in uh, the actual whole light socket, it turned. Um, Which is, once again, an issue, not the issue. The the only real issue I had, and the beds were by no means uncomfortable, is you could see that the mattress pad was only five inches, four inches. And then it had the brown box spring on top of the... Um, the pirate bed, which, you know, theming, it's brown, cool, great, grand, wonderful, no yelling on the bus. But for what Disney charges for these rooms, I expect a very nice bed. Not a, not a, what I can clearly see is three and a half inch mattress pad. I can see that actually. Um, but we were closest to, I believe, Spyglass. The quick service that's not in the main quick service area, uh, which was great. We didn't take advantage of it at all. We were also very close to the quiet pool in that area. Great. Didn't take advantage of it at all. However, we did take advantage of the um, distance to the Skyliner station and the main pool on the day that we actually flew home. We spent all day at the main pool, um, which is where I got my sunburn. So... The pool, two thumbs up on the pool and the uh, pool bar. And actually, we had breakfast and lunch at the main food court. Um, I had a Cuban sandwich. Never had one before in my life. Disney was a great place to try that. I feel like maybe Disney might, you know, Disney's always a good place to try something that's out of your wheelhouse because, you know, they're not going to go to, like... I mean, in this case, it's a Cuban, so it's not going to be spiced. But I would have like, preferred it to be spiced. Really? Well, different places, you know. Like, 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 like you know, if you want to try something new, like you know, when it opens, go to Marrakesh, for instance, and everything, where they're going to accommodate taste, but they're also going to give you a little bit of the uh, of uh, 
the exoticness of uh, the different cuisines, you know, Jico, Boma. A lot of people are afraid to try these places, and Disney is a perfect place to have that food adventure. Well, not only is Disney a great place to have that food adventure, Disney Cruise Line is actually a fantastic place to have that cruise adventure. So we're actually going to go back in time here. We're going to cosmic rewind a little bit to Thursday the 20th, I think. <laughs> well, don't cosmic rewind until you're sure. Uh, yeah, that could have been bad. Uh, so Thursday the 19th, we actually flew down to Disney. Um, we stayed with one of our friends. Um, and then they brought us to the port Friday morning. Friday morning was our the beginning of our first cruise experience. Now, cruising has changed a little bit, to my understanding, since the pandemic has started. And in fact, cruising was probably one of the last things to come back from the pandemic. Someone correct me. Yes. Okay, very good. Um, right now, Disney is mandating rapid tests at the port. And if... I'd be lying if I told you that that wasn't the most stressful part of the entire trip. So prior to leaving Thursday, I believe I took, I don't know, four COVID tests in the span of 30-ish hours, including a um, rapid PCR base. It's a NAT test, a nucleic acid amplification test. That's important. We'll go over that in a second. And all of which was negative. But... The test that mattered was the one at the port Friday morning, which was just a regular rapid antigen test, the same that you take at home now. Um, I will say the response time for that test was next to nothing. It was 10 minutes. Um, it was to the point that we took our test, went to our spot. Heather's like, hey, I got to go to the bathroom real quick. So she asked where it was. And before she was back, we had our results and we were clear to sail. Now, Disney is changing this on the 7th of June. You are no longer going to be required to test at the port if you provide um, documentation of a rapid PCR, a NAT test, or a PCR test that is taken within a, I, I don't remember the exact time, but it's no more than three days um, prior to your sailing. Now, if you're ultra scared of COVID, I would not recommend a cruise right now. Um, I agree. It's a floating tin can. Uh, there were people that tested the day before negative in, in the Facebook group that we were in that tested the day before negative, and then they tested positive at the port. Um, so... They weren't allowed to board, but with Disney changing this policy, and to my understanding, this is what other cruise lines are also doing. But with Disney changing this policy, it does open up the potential um, for people who are actively experiencing COVID on the day of the sailing to board the ship. That's not going to change um, your likelihood of exposure on the ship and exposure in port. Um the one thing that I will say this entire trip has made me was hyper conscious of anyone coughing anywhere. Um, and, you know, that I'm sure that'll go away with time. But because the the stress level of am I going to be exposed and test positive at port um, 
existed to the extent that it did. Because if you test positive at port, that's it, game over. Um, so if you're very scared of COVID, now is not the time to go cruising. Uh, I, I don't know that there's ever going to be a good time to go cruising, but if you understand the risks, it is very, very worth it. But like I said, if you're, if you're concerned about COVID, wait. Um, so we were in boarding group seven uh, to get on the, the ship and we were on the ship probably by about 1145 and they've changed things a little bit. So your muster drill is now immediately as you walk on the ship. Um, so you get introduced, you wave to Mickey um, and the cast members are pointing you go to deck three or four, go to your muster station, go to your muster station, go to your muster station. So we didn't wait in the long line for the elevator. We took our carry on luggage up the stairs and went right to group A and did that. Um, we did which explore the... Go, go ahead. Where Jeff you muster? Uh, group A, which is right outside the Walt Disney Theater. Okay. I'm sorry, I'm looking at my notes here. Uh, after the muster station, we went to Cabana's for lunch. Um, we did that right mm -hmm. away. It was very I it. busy. I miss it so much. It, it was very busy, though. I'm usually on embarkation day, that's usually the case with the buffet. Yeah, but you, we were group seven, so it's not like there was a ton of people ahead of us. And I went to a Vegas buffet, and it had nothing on Cabana's. Man, I missed it. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I probably could have gotten to a better buffet. Where'd you go to? Ponderosa? No, it's it was called The Buffet. Ah. <laughs> the Buffet at Excalibur. Uh, yes. Okay. So we did lunch at Cabana's, um, and I believe, Annie, your tip was ice cream. My what? The the tip that you gave was get as much soft serve ice cream as you can. Oh, yeah. I eat ice cream all the dang time. What oh, were your flavors, by uh, the way? I just did chocolate and vanilla mo every day because I think the other day was banana and... Banana and strawberry, for Strawberry, sure. yeah. Yeah. Did not like Sometimes banana Sometimes the other one would change. When I was there, they had chocolate and mango in the other one once and they had mint in chocolate in the other one once? Nope, didn't happen. No. Um, I'm sad. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's okay. So they say the rooms are going to be ready uh, about uh, 2 o'clock. Ours was ready about one fifteen. Your experience on this may vary because we were on deck 8, so we were a little bit higher up on the ship. Um, with it being ready about that time, we got right into the room, met our stateroom host, and we had purchased a veranda guarantee with restrictions room so we didn't have our room number until a week before sailing give or take um which added to some of the headaches at the port because do you know what got yeah delivered? memorize your freaking number well yes and that took me a long time to do uh, Heather got I know, it real quick. I know, you basically quick. immediately need to know it all the time. Well, And it's not written anywhere. We needed to know it actually the second we got to the port, because do you know what got delivered in the mail Friday at 1.30 to our house? Um, your tickets? Our luggage tags. Ah. So oh. <laughs> it, it wasn't an issue. It was not an issue. That, you know, as soon as we got to the port, they're like, oh, do you have your luggage tags? Nope. They're being delivered in three hours. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to, to New York. Thanks, guys. And they're like, all right, not an issue. What's your room number? 
uh, was not the answer. So just know your room number, write it on your hand, save it as your lock screen, because like Annie said, you're going to need it and you're going to need it a lot. Yeah, immediately. <laughs> what about, uh, so what does it mean, like, uh, with restrictions? Uh, you had to pay in full at the time of booking, which we had to do anyways because we booked it within 60 days. Okay. But there is no moving anything. Like, you, they give you what they give you. As long as it's a veranda. Yes, as long as it's a veranda. So we got a, a just a regular deluxe ocean view veranda room. Fun fact, all the room categories are deluxe. Deluxe, yeah, <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> but it, it was a great room. So we were on the forward of the ship on the uh, port side. Look at me, like an old salt. Uh, wow. Which is left, <laughs> by the way. Um, it was a great room. I mean, it, we... <sighs> We didn't spend a ton great of time of the in ocean. it. Great view of the ocean. There was lots of water. Um, <laughs> if I wanted to see water, boom, look right out the door. Now, the thing about the sail away day is Port Canaveral was experiencing a little bit of weather. Um, and when I say weather, I don't mean biblical thunderstorm, okay? It was just kind of raining. So do you know what that meant for the sail away party? It didn't happen. It didn't happen. The sail away party has only uh, recently come back, and all they did for the sail away party was have the entertainment staff basically dance around for tw- 10 minutes and, all right, that's it. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. And everyone just stood there and went, oh, okay. Well, then. Um, we also did Toy Story trivia on the, uh, the day that we got there, uh, which is only one of the two one of two trivia events that we did because like we had talked about on the DVC resale show with uh, Derek, everything was new to us. So we wanted to do all of the big things and I'm using that term pretty loosely here. So we gave up a lot of that like trivia thing, events thing, stuff like that. And that, you know, I'll touch on a little bit more later. So we did not end up leaving port until about 5.30 p.m. And the reason I know the time is because we were in first dining and that was at 5.45. And I remember looking out the, the porthole as we were waiting in line and I went, huh, we're moving. And we were <laughs> trucking it through that uh, that channel there. Um the, the captain did come on uh, a little bit later, like, hey, everyone, we're moving. Haha. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> it may be a little choppy tonight. You're going to feel some movement. It's perfectly fine. Perfectly normal. Um, now, this was the first cruise. Always for... comforting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a little bit bumpy on this airplane, uh, but it's OK. Trust us. We're a doctor. Don't worry. It, you might pan, You might feel like you should panic, but I'm going to tell you, you know, that's fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> going to be terrifying, but it's, it's fine. Well, it wasn't terrifying, but it did make me go, hmm, I've never <laughs> been on a ship before. I hope I don't get seasick. Uh, fun fact, I didn't. And even if I did, we brought Dramamine and the C-Bands, neither of which we needed. 
but we uh, we did Enchanted Garden the first night. And Dave, you had mentioned Disney is a great place to try new things for food, right? Yep. Disney Cruise Line is no exception. As for our appetizers, I ordered the Ahi Tuna Tower. Oh my God, that thing is amazing. I cannot disagree with you more. I don't know if it's the fresh avocado in it um, or the giant mouthful of wasabi that I had, but I did not like that. And you know what? I'm sure it tasted the way it was supposed to taste. I just didn't like the taste. Are you a sushi eater? No. Okay, well, then there you go. Right there. Yeah, I, uh, I, you know what? I'll take the L on that one. Um, but what was a, another thing that I've never had before, believe it or not, was lobster ravioli. Um, actually any type of lobster, but not the point. And that was so (laughs) good. Um, You never had lobster before? No. Really? We do fish fries up here. If it's not deep fried in beer batter, I don't want it. Um, okay. Heather got the lobster <laughs> roll and something else with cucumber wrap thing. She said both were good. Uh, now, the thing that we did ask for for this was the early seating. We originally signed to the late seating. So we asked for the early seating and through our travel agent, um, who is Kyle, who used to be on the, the show. Um, many moons ago. Don't be silly, Chuck. Travel agents can't do that sort of thing for you. (laughs) No, Annie, that was your travel agent that couldn't do anything for you. Oh. Uh, Kyle actually handled everything for us. I I mean, we don't really... They're they're not a sponsor of the show. Um, Kyle's not a sponsor of the show. So I will tell you to find whatever travel agent that is Disney accredited and don't use Annie's. Um and let them handle everything because that took the amount of stress that we had down to like zero because he handled every phone call, any request that we had, he took care of. Um, so he did move us to the early dining and we did request a table by ourselves, not like off in the corner. Well, actually, we didn't request going off in the corner, but we definitely got put in the corner. Um... So we weren't dining with other people. That wasn't a COVID concern. I just don't. This is going to sound terrible being, you know, a, a public figure, I guess, on a podcast. <laughs> I just don't like people. <laughs> and, and yeah, whatever. well, it is risky. You know, you don't know what you're going to get. Yeah, you could get Annie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. You're going to have wow, someone like Annie was... bleeding all over the table because she decided Dude. to punt the luggage. <laughs> Dude, that was just sautéed in wrong sauce. <laughs> wow. Well, Annie, Annie's the one that punted her luggage before her trip, so you don't want blood at your table. If I was at a table with somebody else, I'd just sit there and stare at them silently, making uncomfortable contact eye contact. <laughs> well, both would be uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> well, I'd start with eye contact, and then I'd just <laughs> heighten it. Each each dinner. Slide <laughs> over a little bit closer, see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Um, so be magical. It's not the type of Disney magic we're looking for. <laughs> um Speak for yourself. <laughs> well, you did go with 
You did basically go solo on the cruise, so I guess, yeah, maybe. Last name Solo. That's not your last name. If I didn't have a last name and then I was getting on the cruise and the guy was like, what's your last name? And I was like, I don't have one. He'd be like, well, you're by yourself, so I guess I'm Solo now. I mean, you could have actually been introduced as Annie, I'm here solo. <laughs> that's That's true. They, they will say whatever you want. So well, not whatever low. you want, but. <laughs> uh, so I had the prime rib. And then after that, we went to Skyline and I had a $12 martini. Um, I wonder what ever happened to that glow cube. Huh. We haven't unpacked yet. We have a whole bunch. Oh, I never did get a glow cube. Well, it was I'm in my martini. Somewhere around, somewhere around your apartment. Oh, we have probably 300 of them in this house. Do you not have even, glow cubes? You don't even use lamps anymore. You just have glow <laughs> we just cubes have glow everywhere. cubes in each of the rooms, yeah. Um, when, when Chuck sets up a romantic evening, it's just it's with glow, cubes. glow cubes everywhere. Uh, so Skyline is very good. Um, I very much enjoyed it. We didn't spend a ton of time in there because we had golden Mickeys at like 8.30. Um, but two, 10 out of 10 for Skyline. Um, at least in my opinion, the, the little snacks that they brought were also very good. Um, Are those complimentary? Well, they complimented the drink. Touche. But yes, the, the... Well, I mean... I don't know that I would use the word complimentary because you had definitely paid for them in the price of the cruise um, and the price of the drink, but it was very good. I would recommend it. It also gave me very much Club 33 vibes. Um, I've seen pictures where they have changing windows and this is where that all started is the, the changing windows. So... Surprised they don't have... Uh, Club 33s on cruises. I'm sure they do, but you just don't know. They weren't going to let me in there. <laughs> I didn't even bring a polo shirt. I brought t-shirts. I I brought three or four Buffalo Bills t-shirts. <laughs> it was a three-night cruise. Um, so we did the Golden Mickey's at 8:30, and you know. We are, and I am a sucker for popcorn buckets. So we did get a popcorn bucket and proceeded to refill it every day for $1.50. Fun fact. If um, you're not, go on. Hello, which bucket first? Uh, Cinderella. Okay, the kit, little carriage. Yeah, the carriage, yeah, yeah. Because I figured the, the surface area of Cinderella was greater than the surface area of Simba, so you got more popcorn for the same price. Ah, uh, well, we got the Simba. Did you feel like you got enough popcorn? Um, well, I don't know. My kid, like my kid got it. I didn't eat out of it. I just, I just looked at it. But did you feel the love tonight? I did. Good. Did you hold That's... Simba over the balcony saying, Ningwanya Ningwanamabala? <laughs> Not over the balcony, but like, yeah, I did hold it up. Okay. And I took a selfie holding it up also. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. Um, for sure. So that, Brings us to the close of day one. Day two was at Nassau. Now, the one thing I would absolutely recommend um, is doing the 
room service breakfast. So one day we did uh, room service breakfast. One day we did cabana's breakfast. Having the balcony and the room service breakfast was fantastic. We got a donut, a croissant, coffee, fruits, whatever. Like, it's not a full breakfast, so you can't get, like, eggs and everything. But if you you don't generally eat breakfast, highly recommended. Um, yeah, I did that, too. And then even if you're not feeling the food, I because I got cereal every morning. And then even if I wasn't feeling it, I just stashed it away in case I wanted a snack sometime. You know, you could have just ordered more room service. Yeah, but not something like cereal. That's fair. That's actually a really good tip. Um, but before we go back or further into day two, I do want to backtrack to night one. And there was a little bit of foreshadowing there when the, the captain said, hey, you're going to feel some movement. It's completely <laughs> normal. You felt the movement. Uh <laughs> Not only did you feel the movement, you heard the hangers in the the closet rocking back and forth all night. So it was like being rocked to sleep, which was nice, but with tambourines in the closet. Uh, yeah, no, we have the same thing the whole dang cruise. Rattle, 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 rattle. Rattle, rattle, thunder clatter. Boom, boom, boom. You had thunder? Don't worry, call the RX man. No, I'm sorry, I went off script. <laughs> <laughs> No, that we had the same thing though with the with the thing. Yeah, and if you like accidentally left your door open this tiniest bit, it would be thump the thump the thump the thumping until you got up and shut it. Yep. Yeah, not a fan of that. No, uh, that was the only complaint. I mean, I didn't mind the motion of the ship, but uh, well, Disney needs to fix it. Fix the weather. Well, uh, once again, my concern wasn't the weather. We could have literally just taken the hangers off the thing. Put them where? Then they just slide around your closet. In the bathroom? On the. You can throw all the hangers in the bathroom and make your, and then hang them back up every day. Oh uh, well, I mean, it was all—it was only an issue for one night. Um. Oh. So we did. We did go to Nassau. <laughs> well, David, actually, did you have any experience? Because you just got off your own cruise, but it was not a Disney cruise, which is why we're not really talking about it. Um, this, I'm just going to say that my cruise, uh, I'm stuck between a C plus and a B minus for very, uh, for various reasons. I will say what they did well, they did exceptionally well. The food was amazing, but they're, um, you know, they rebranded, they were a ship beforehand, but they, you know, they kind of just changed policies, did things a little bit different than they normally did. So for inaugural an inaugural sailing they were a bit um they were in a learning process let's just say that and i didn't expect much so i was expecting a couple of uh, stobbles and they did stobble but you know they um, they when they did they made it right so that i will definitely say in terms of my experience like that that's how i would go okay now what about the question that i actually asked did you experience hangers and closets making noise <laughs> No. Okay, thanks. Um, so day two was in NASA. Uh, we were on shore about 930, and then we did not do any Disney excursions. We just kind of wandered around on our own. Um, we went to some Queen Anne's Hospital, Princess Anne's Hospital. I don't know. It was a hospital named after someone in the royal family. 
Princess Margaret. Uh, look it up. Britney it's Spears. Uh, I don't believe she's a member of the royal family. Um, and then we did Please, the uh, the Queen's Staircase, which is actually located right behind the hospital. Um, and we kind of blended into a tour group while we were there. So we got to hear a lot of the fun facts and didn't pay the fun price. Um, and then we walked all the way Please. back to Junkaroo Beach while the everyone rats, else got a ride. Street rat. Uh, scoundrel, take that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, went to Junkaroo Beach, which is at Margaritaville, right? Yes. Um, that was cool. I mean, they tried to sell us on, you know, hey, buy this chair for $10. You'll get free Wi-Fi. And we're like, no, we're just here to walk around for a minute. How about this chair? It's still $10. No. <laughs> All right, what about this chair? Still no. But, you know, we looked at that a little bit more, and that's just kind of that scene of the beach. Um, it's just, as you get off the ship and out of the port, it's to the right and all the way down to the right. Um, so, you know, it's it's not bad, but just know what you're getting into. And then we did the straw market. Um, My condolences. <laughs> you know, it... It was an interesting place. Uh, we did buy a souvenir while we were there, and there was negotiating because, of course, there is. Um, now, with that being said, all the prices that they said were far cheaper than any price you would get on a Disney thing. So the first price was, you know, $10. It, it wasn't, but just for example. They immediately came down, you know, a third of the cost, or 20%, whatever it was, um, without blinking an eye, only because I questioned, really? So Disney pricing for the same thing is $15 plus. Just, you know, if you go into the straw market with a Disney budget, don't, because you're going to get ripped off. You're going to spend a lot more than you should for what you get. But what you, the, you're going to get is going to be at face value, cheaper than you would pay for Disney. Uh, with that being said, though, while we were in Nassau, we were back on board the ship by 1130. So we spent two <laughs> hours in Nassau and we we're like, we're good. That's even with walking back. <laughs> That's even with getting lost. <laughs> so when we originally went off the ship, we uh, we went to the right and the hospital and everything is to the left. So we went all the way to the right, all the way up, all the way back to the left, all the way back up. Um, but we were still back on the ship by 1130. We did walk four miles <laughs> that day, and that was two hours that we were off the ship. Uh, Cabana's lunch, did swimming, drink of the day. Best thing that I could recommend is drink of the day. Uh, I think sure. it's like 5.50 and they, it yeah. changes each day. Um, highly, highly recommended. Uh, uh, by the way, could you hug Could you hug characters in your cruise or not? Sure could not. No characters and all the cast members and crew members were still wearing full KN95 masks. Uh, even the characters? Uh, no, they were not. Oh, I was going to say. 
So no hugging, though? No hugging. No touching. Which is fine. Whatever. I don't need to be hugging Mickey. I just was curious because they made it sound like it was coming back on the ships they when it sure came back did, to the parks. They sure but it is not. So. Um, just curious. Now, Annie, when you were on the ship, did you go over to Satellite Falls? No. Uh, okay, well, that doesn't help. Um, what is Satellite Falls? It's, it's one of the adults-only section that has a pool. So we did both the adults-only section pools, and... It was beautiful. Highly, highly recommended. And I do enjoy the waiters coming along. You need another drink? You need you good? Need another one? <laughs> um I drank a lot I more that day than uh, I planned on. Yeah, that'll happen. I didn't um I didn't explore the adults only much. I basically stuck to whatever the little bar thing that was like an upper deck area. I already forget what it's called. Uh, currents. Currents, that's the one, yeah. I basically hung out around Currents. Okay. Um, I didn't explore more because I didn't, I just wasn't sure. Oh, we went everywhere. But this is around the time that I learned what my room number was. Because, <laughs> because like, oh, well, charge it to your room. What's your room number? Uh, still was not the right answer. Day two of cruise. <laughs> um... So we did that. We had dinner at Enchanted Garden. This was probably the least favorite of our three meals. Um, for no particular reason other than you have to stack. Well, you don't have to stack rank them, I guess. But just the food wasn't really our uh, our palate, I guess. Uh, day three was at Castaway Key. While on Castaway Key, Heather did the uh, Castaway Key 5K. I stayed on the ship a little bit longer and, and got ready, got showered. Um, she was ready and raring to go, and I was like, all right, well, you go run your your race. Because uh, I was not going to do that. <laughs> I, I was toying with the idea until I, you know, gravely injured myself. <laughs> you mean punted the <laughs> luggage? I'm still dealing with that. Yeah, how is that old football injury? Um, it well, it doesn't hurt anymore, and I don't have to bandage it. But we are still awaiting the um, departure of the the old guard, if you will. You mean the nail? Yes. I don't want to be gross. People could be eating cereal. Are you eating cereal? No, I'm eating Chipotle. <laughs> it's eleven o'clock at night. Where'd you get Chipotle? <laughs> I mean, I've had it this whole time. Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. Just been slowly pecking away at it, literally. Oh. All right, well, I'll continue to talk so you could eat your Chipotle. <laughs> no, you're fine. It's almost, I mean, it's almost gone. I'm just sort of <laughs> slowly picking up grains of rice since it's sitting here. One at a time? Mm, well, more like, you know, a tiny clump at a time. Mm, very good. Um, so. Quite, mm, yes. After we after she did her 5K, we met up, and then we actually paid for a shore excursion. We, we did two. Um, we did the snorkeling. Now, Jeff mentioned that in his trip review, uh, cruise review. Yes. It was so much fun, but my God, if I wasn't dying by the time I got out there. Um, like, uh... and, like physically, like I wasn't physically dying, but swimming back was an adventure because you're swimming against the current. (laughs) 
See, the only time I ever went snorkeling, we had those like little motors that you hold on to so you don't really have to swim that much. So there's not a whole lot of energy that you needed? They should have those at Disney. Uh, they did not. And, you know, I, I, I swam it, but there was a point that I ended up just floating on my back. And I'm like, all right, we're going to we're going to take a breather here for a minute. <laughs> uh, cookies was good. You know, not, nothing there. We did not go to like Serenity Bay or anything like that. Um, well, you didn't go to Serenity Bay. If I had been not had a child, I probably would have just gone straight there. No, the reason we didn't is because after cookies, we went. Uh, well, Heather had a stand-up paddleboarding. So while I was still scuba di- or not scuba diving, snorkeling, she left, <laughs> and I didn't know. Um, but I knew she was going. I, I knew the, like the time was close. My wife, she's gone. <laughs> well, I knew the time was close. Okay. Uh, she said, "I don't have a ton of time." I'm like, "Okay." And then I went off and I f- snorkeled away. Um, and then you know, after I remembered, oh yeah, it's been a little while. Where? Oh, she's got to be. She's got to be doing her paddleboarding. There was. I actually know what they do. If there, did you? Did were they looking for anybody while you were on Castaway Key? I don't think so. They did while we were there. They were looking for some man. And what they do is each of the lifeguards calls to the next one in like a sort of like Great Wall of China or 101 Dalmatians style communication style where they're like looking for Chuck Fitzgerald. And then the next guy will be like, we're looking for Chuck Fitzgerald. And then they just keep screaming it until every lifeguard has done so. Hmm. Would be extremely embarrassing. (laughs) (laughs) Unless you're right at that first lifeguard. (laughs) I mean, if if you were like a PO'd wife and you really want to embarrass (laughs) someone who's not listening to you and didn't go where they're supposed to be, that would be an excellent way to to learn them their lesson. Well, that that is not what happened. But while (laughs) she was doing that, I was still snorkeling. Um, So I snorkeled for about an hour. And then we did lunch, and then she's like, oh, I didn't get to see all the snorkeling stuff. Let's do it again. And I'm like, okay. Uh, all right, let's do it. I uh, I was very tired after that first one, but it was so much fun. I had no problem with doing it again. Um, spend the $39 or bring your own snorkel equipment and do the snorkeling. Um, highly, highly recommended. Uh, so back on board the ship, the set, the last dinner that we did. So this is the last. Di- oh, you know what? I forgot about NASA Day. We did see Beauty and the Beast, the stage show. It was ah. so good. Um, I would have liked that better well, than Aladdin, I think. Yeah, no, we, we got Beauty and the Beast and it was fantastic. The uh, the cast and the crew of the show, you know, they're so multi-talented. They're in all three of the shows. Um I really cannot say enough good things about their productions. There was never a time that we were on the ship that we went, well, there's really nothing that we want to do. Which was, um, I don't want to say a nice change of pace, but quite the difference from Disney World, where it's like, what do you want to do? I don't know. We've ridden Spaceship Earth 300 times. What do you want to do? Um, So the last night we had Animator's Palette for dinner. Um... And Annie, did you have Animator's Palette with Crush or did you have it with Drawings? Um, 
It was drawings and we didn't go. <laughs> oh, okay then. Well, on the dream, uh, Crush talks to you much in the way of Turtle Talk with Crush. And in our little section there, um, he made us say a... Oh, you know prayer. what? Uh, not, not a prayer. <laughs> uh, he made us say a... Or else? Say it like a, a, an oath. And, you know, he started with the, the natural, all right, everyone repeat after me. And okay, raise up your right fin. Okay, did that. I, I, state your name. And what answer did I pick? State your name. Yep. And, you know, <laughs> uh, apparently the video wall behind me looked towards me and said, looks like we have a clownfish in here. Uh, I didn't think I was being that loud, but apparently I was. Um, so that happened. Uh, <laughs> dinner was very good. You know, I didn't really take any notes on it, but it, it was good. Our service staff was so attentive. Um, anytime we would put down our glass with, you know, water in it, then, well, it was at that point empty. Within 30 seconds, they were there filling it up. Nice. Um, so the the Disney difference that people remembers, that people remember of that level of service still exists on the Disney Cruise Line if it doesn't exist in Disney World. And that is my big takeaway from the Disney Cruise. Um, that Disney service, that Disney difference, it's still there. But it's highly, highly recommended for it to, or for me at least, to say, if you want that, go on a cruise. Yeah, I can see that. Did you do the aqueduct? I did not do the aqueduct. Um... Mainly because there just wasn't enough time. Like, I, I would definitely say if you're doing a cruise and you don't know if you're going to like it, a three night's a great option. But within three hours of being on the cruise that first day, I was already thinking this is not going to be long enough. <laughs> and Yeah, for sure. Three days would be super short. I think within seven hours, both Heather and I had decided we're going to book a, uh, a placeholder reservation. <laughs> and we did. Um, I didn't. I didn't talk about it, but we did do Pirate Night, kind of. We didn't do the Pirate Night uh, takeover. We just did the fireworks and like the theming, and that was fantastic. Uh, Where else can you see fireworks at sea? Uh, literally nowhere. Literally nowhere, except if you're on one of the other ships that the then <laughs> park near you near the <laughs> Disney ship, so they can see the fireworks too. Um, Still not the same. No, absolutely not. But it was so good. Highly recommended. Um, you know what? At, at this point, I, I've talked for like the last hour. Annie, do you have any questions uh, before we wrap up? Um, I asked you about the hugging. I asked you about the aqueduct. Did you watch any movies on the big? Nope. Uh, for a couple of reasons. Ooh. One, it was all like Marvel things, if I remember correctly. And I just don't care about Marvel. That's weird. I wonder why. Um, but the other movies that they were showing were like Turning Red and Sneakerella. Well, what about at the pool though? That uh, screen. We did watch a little bit of Jungle Cruise. Oh, fancy. Um, we did not watch Muppet Treasure Island like I wanted to because we had Beauty and the Beast that day. 
Oh, uh, we did do 80s music trivia night down in uh, the D Lounge area. The yes. district. The district. Did you explore those those bars also, or not really? Uh, just Skyline, and then the district area where we did the 80s music trivia. Um, didn't have anything to drink in that other one, the 80s music trivia one, because it was like 10:30, and I had brought a six pack on board, and this was night three. <laughs> Fair. Actually, hang on. It it gets better. This was night three, and I had really yet to start drinking them. I'm like, (laughs) oh, I need to do that. Chug, chug. So morning of day four was a little rough. (laughs) I I mean, I hadn't drank in two, three months. It was just the rough seas, Chuck. It was just the rough seas. Yeah, we were going like eight knots. It wasn't your fault. Mm Mm-hmm. It's not your fault. But I would highly recommend like doing those adults evening activities. Um, it was so funny. Like the the host and the cast members that do the hosting in that are so good. Yeah, they are for sure. Yeah, I really enjoyed all the trivia I went to also. We did not win our uh, Toy Story trivia. <laughs> Um, one of the questions. Yeah, that's really hard. One of the questions were really hard. And Annie, do you know who made Mr. Potato Head? Like Fisher Price or Wrong. something. <laughs> that's one of the questions. It's Play School. Oh, Play School. Um, and I think you said this on your cruise, right? Uh, or on your trip report about your cruise. You go to uh, your local bar on Disney Trivia Night and you know more than everyone there. (laughs) You go on a Disney cruise and everybody is you. Yep. Um, These are Disney people. These are Disney fans. You're not skating by on your cursory knowledge. (laughs) So if you don't know Mr. Potato Head is made by Play School, you're in a whole lot of trouble. You're not impressing anyone on this at this trivia. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you're definitely not. And then uh, Andy's sister's name and uh, what's Jesse's own original owner's name and what color was Andy's cowboy hat? Oh, red, probably. It is red, actually, yeah. <laughs> My kid's been watching Toy Story lately, so I feel yeah. like I'm cheating. Well... That that's the level of questions that we got on that. So, um, any other questions, <laughs> thoughts, comments, concerns? Um, I don't think so. Do you have anything? Any random ads and odds and ends you haven't covered? The only thing that I will say is, if you're on the fence about a Disney cruise, do it. Yeah, for sure. Agreed. Uh, it, it is a little bit more expensive, but it is worth that money to experience the Disney difference because um, that's where I it think still it, lives even more so if you have kids too honestly the kids club is like such a a great thing <laughs> uh, actually you know what there is one final thought that I do have that did really bother me while I was on the cruise so did you do um, the golden mickeys on your ship Annie we didn't have golden mickeys oh I'm sorry to hear that so no. <laughs> well, we did. And 
the the plot line is basically Ensign Benson, who is the backstage person, um, is tasked with all of a sudden running the show because the host is uh, eaten by a shark. I don't know. Um, but to give Ensign Benson the motivation to do the show, do you know who gives her a motivational speech? Uh, no. Take a guess. The genie. No, that's actually in the third show, which is Believe. Yeah, we had Believe, too. That's why I guessed it. <laughs> yeah, that means no. they're just, like, using the genie for Because we had Aladdin, too. So okay. we had, like, we had a very genie-centric cruise. <laughs> nope, nope. Um, let's it, see. It's a Who's... real human. Um, Walt Disney. Nope. It was Bob. The cruise director? No, no. <laughs> Bob Iger. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> a very, very young Bob Iger. Oh, wow. That's really funny, actually. <laughs> and, you know, I, I understand not everyone on the Disney cruise knows that Bob Iger is no longer the CEO. But when his, you know, title card says Bob Iger CEO, like they don't <laughs> even have to write the lines for Ensign Benson because him and Bob Chapek share the same first name. <laughs> That's really funny. It just, feels like something that would have happened if you went on a cruise in 2005 or something and there'd be like a Michael Eisner video. I, I'm positive there wouldn't have been. I'm positive they would have changed it already. Chapek <laughs> don't give a hoot. <laughs> it's like, wait a second, you're not in charge. Why are you motivating this cast member? <laughs> Mr. Iger, thanks so much. Golly gee willikers. How'd you get in here? <laughs> uh, I, I realize that's not something that should bother me, but it did. Um, I mean, I appreciated it. I appreciated the the, the tidbit. <laughs> well, I'm glad you did. But with that being said, if you don't have anything further, we're actually going to wrap it up. We've we've gone super long this evening. It's true. So, Annie. Where can people find you on the interwebs? Uh, yo, you can find me on Instagram at DJ Phil. That's DJ P-H-O-B. You could find me at Chuck in the Chat. You could find all of us on Facebook at The Mickey Dudes. You could find us on Twitter at The Mickey Dudes. And you could find us on Instagram at The Mickey Dudes Podcast. Thank you all for joining us this week. We will see you all next week. Just listen to another exciting episode at the Mickey Dudes Podcast. You can find the Mickey Dudes on Facebook at the Mickey Dudes Podcast and on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share the love on Stitcher or iTunes. Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you again real soon.